0: The 2TM News Podcast, with Romy Gilbert and Tim Coates, all thanks to Supersteel Tamworth. There's Steel, and then there's Supersteel Tamworth. Hi, Uh, Romy. Hi, Tim. How are you?
1: I'm good, real good. Thanks very much for taking the time. Um, I know you've already been into the studio once today, but it's really great to have you back um, having a chat with Tim and I. Just yeah, We know you're the project manager for the annual operation plan, so we're, we're keen to have a chat and see what's happening.
2: Fantastic, yeah. I'm really happy to be able to share some information with you.
0: So obviously it's a draft annual operational plan, Anna, at this stage because it has to go on to the public viewing for a period of time um talk me through the consultation process i know you usually do workshops out and about um what are the key dates for members of the public
2: well um the draft plan was um approved for public exhibition by council last tuesday evening and the public exhibition period started yesterday cool. and it'll go it'll extend for 28 days so what that means is that we have a plan for what we're intending to deliver to our community in the coming financial year and we would like our community's feedback on that plan and the finances behind it. So, yeah, the public consultation period is for 28 days and, as you mentioned, we'll be having a number of sort of pop-up opportunities across the region for people to provide their comments, their criticisms, their compliments, their ideas, whatever they would like to share with us about the coming financial news
1: plan.
0: Yeah. And they can also do that online because I know if they go to the council website, there's the little click here and away you go.
1: Haveyoursay.tanweb.nsw.gov.au <laughs> <laughs> Yes, can... that's, sorry. <laughs> no, I was <laughs> going to
0: say, and anonymous comments are probably not required. We want, we want names so that we can have a bit of um, interaction with them and go back to people.
2: You're right there, Tim. Um, We do like to be able to respond to people's questions. Um, Sometimes there are answers for um, those questions and we'd like to to provide those. Other times, it's something that perhaps we didn't think of or it's a great idea and we want to um, act on that and obviously get back to that person to let them know what happened with their comment. So, look, if you're not comfortable leaving your name, that's okay. But leaving your name means that we can um, get back to you and answer your questions.
1: Anna, I'm wondering if you can have a little bit of a just an educated guess what you think might be something that the public are most likely going to be talking and giving feedback about. What are the main topics that you're expecting some feedback on?
2: Well, I we'll would be thinking that um, our community will have questions about how they Council is handling the impacts of the COVID pandemic particularly from a financial point of view and um, what we have done in this plan is um, in effect we have balanced our books we have a small surplus of $150,000 and that's over a uh, $251 million spend for the financial year. Um, The reason that we're able to Uh, balance our books for the following financial year is that we've worked really hard to develop some financial resilience in recent years. We didn't see a pandemic coming, but it's inevitable that something will happen that will cause financial shock in a community Um, and we've been uh, keeping that in mind with the way we manage our services and our uh, infrastructure. So when the pandemic hit, we, we have seen, um, there's been a big hit to our entertainment venues, to our airports, to our events, places that provide income for our ratepayers. payers. Um, they've been hit quite severely, but at the same time, the federal and state government have backed up um, the COVID pandemic with lots of economic stimulus funding for local economies. So we've been able to balance that back up again, and um, it, in effect, will be our biggest ever budget, the $250 million
0: spend. Okay, Mm -hmm. so based on that, um, I know Council's been very prudent in previous years, so it had good cash reserves. The downside of the pandemic is obviously you don't get much interest on those cash reserves. This budget, I think, carries about $106 million worth of capital expenditure.
2: That's correct, yeah. A lot of that does come from external funding sources, as I said, yeah.
0: Yeah, but I think that's the exciting part because normally it probably isn't that much. I mean, obviously, the Global Gateway Park um, and other such projects are are things where the money's going to come in from federal assistance grants or other streams of funding, as you've mentioned. And we're going to have some of the stuff we aspire to have. I mean, Tamasaw has been a very aspirational city at... um, we want one of these, two of those, and three of something else's. Uh, mm-hmm. Are we gonna get excited about what's in this in capital expenditure?
2: Uh, there are there are some fantastic um, projects that are coming up. Um, we've got, at, at, on top of our normal services and programs, which are large in themselves, things like $21 million on sealed roads and $4 million on bridge replacements and upgrades, Um, $4 million on um, sporting facilities and grounds. Along with all of those kinds of things, we're also um, fortunate enough to be working on that state-of-the-art industrial precinct out near the airport that you mentioned, the Tamworth Global Gateway Park. That's about developing our economy into the future, an investment in Tamworth's future, Um, its jobs, and um, attracting residents to our area. Um, but some other projects that are happening is we, we have an extensive active transport network in the middle of being bridge at the moment. That means footpaths and shared pathways with all the associated lighting and signage and seating and uh, water stations, all the things that you would expect from a um, a sophisticated city in terms of active transport, um, the spend there is in the millions of dollars, and we're very proud to to be developing one of the most um, I guess forward-thinking active transport networks in regional Australia. There, um, we are yeah. So did did you have any questions about maybe some specific projects that you oh, know about?
0: I think the, the biggest question, I mean, it's not really for us, it's for the listeners and we can all read um, and sometimes we miss the, the content. But Tamworth Regional Council is not just focused on Tamworth. I mean, there's projects happening in Manila, there's, there's path um, footpath improvements in, in places like Kattingle it, it is across the whole footprint of our council, is it not?
2: That's exactly right. Um, we do make sure that um, we are equitably spreading that Um, service and project provision across all our different areas. And um, these pop-ups that we're we're planning for the the, um, community are happening in Manila, Baraba, Nundal and Katingal as well as Tamworth so that we can talk about more specific local projects in those towns and villages.
0: I think, Anna, the one that really stood out obviously is the Werris Creek um, Road upgrade. I think there's about $9 million dollars in there for that, I mean, which is probably long overdue, but it's a two-part project, isn't it, with Liverpool, Plainshire having responsibility for some of it also?
2: Yes, that's right. Um, So, because that is a road that is um, owned by the state government, um, we have um, fought very hard and long to get some funding to upgrade that road, and the $9 million is all about safety. There are, uh, as anyone that drives that road knows, it can be quite dangerous. Um, a lot of traffic, a lot of trucks, and um, in order to protect our community, we wanted to make sure those safety upgrades were being done, and that's one of our major projects.
1: And as a, a young person living in in this um, town, I'm. It's all obviously infrastructure is important, and it's all well and good. I know for our blueprint that we're building this city for the future, but in terms of events that bring us together as a culture that like you know connect us and unite us obviously the country music festival is a massive one for that in just in just forming an identity and and being a happy community are there any other projects that council will be kind of working towards in terms of just keeping everyone connected and and feeling like they're happy and having a good time
2: well, I'm glad you mentioned the, uh, the Country Music Festival because next year is our 50th anniversary. So we're putting, uh, we've been planning that already for, um, for, up, uh, around about 12 months. So two years out from the festival itself, um, we've been working to make sure that that is a festival to remember. Um, there's going to, as you know, because of COVID, we had to, um, cancel the the local festival that we normally have. Um, we did have the awards ceremony and a few shows, but it all had to be done with public mm. safety in mind. That has enabled us to really focus our attention on next January and make that a party that everyone can remember as the, the coming back to live music event. Yeah. Um, but you're right, beyond that, we are more than country music. Um, And in fact we deliver a whole series of festivals and events throughout the year There's something going on almost every weekend Either in entertainment, community or the sporting arena And um, our events team is always flat out working on those Making sure they they go well um, And that people have things to do on the weekend
1: Yeah
0: so another thing that sort of jumps out at you off the page is the automatic water meters. I know that was part of um, debate at one stage amongst the councillors. Um, that's in there at about $6.5 million for water meters being automated. Um, is that something that will happen or is it still being workshopped?
2: Oh, look, it's, that's not really my area. So I'm a bit oh. reluctant to give you too much detail there. But my understanding is, yes, that's a project that's going here because... Um, it's about uh, moving um, with the times in yep. terms of technology um, and making sure that we have much more accurate and reliable and um, functional water meter readings for, for our residents. Um, so that's going to have some enormous benefits for, for um, everybody on both sides of the of the
0: equation. Alright, well there's a couple of couple of road ones which jumped out to me anyway, which was I think Moombie Gap Road to Hallsville. There's a couple of million dollars plus a couple of million dollars on top of that. Uh, the Taminda yeah. Ring Road, uh, about $3.44 million. These are all things I think that local residents, when they travel across the region, are going to welcome as they go forward. I think they're going to be really, really good things for travelling on our roads. And even the water storage upgrade at um, Katingal, I think there's a couple of million dollars in there. For that which is again um a great investment in the future because that's a developing area
2: that's right and um you may be familiar with our um blueprint 100 uh, document which is actually in, um, in in words that are a little bit easier to understand, our plan for the future. Yeah. It's a document with us over 20, 30, 40 year horizon and we know that our region's population is going to grow up to 100,000 people in that time. The time that it takes to do that depending on a lot of different factors and some of those are external, the things we can't control, it depends what the economy does and immigration does in this country. But if our population um, grows at the rate that we expect it to, we want to be ready. We want to make sure that as the custodians of the infrastructure and services here in, in Tamworth, we are ready for uh, whatever growth happens, that it's planned, Um, that it's what the community wants and it's done in an organised way Um, so our Blueprint 100 document is all about setting that plan out so a lot of the the things that we're doing like upgrading water supplies and wastewater treatment plants they're about future proofing those facilities so that if Katingle does um, continue to expand the way that it is the market wants that that they have the basic services well the, the, the services that people have a right to clean water, wastewater treatment, safe, um, efficient road networks, green space, community services, all those things need to grow with the population.
0: Yeah, no, I couldn't agree with you more. And I think um, the other two big items, obviously, uh, well, one of them in particular is waste. So waste management, any plans there? I know we're gonna have to rethink the way that we deal with our waste product. Is, Is that in this plan anywhere?
2: Absolutely it is. We've got an exciting new facility for organic waste treatment um, happening out on the western side of Tamworth Um, and that is going to uh, divert material out of the landfill but at the same time create a useful product Um, and our engineers, project managers are busy working on that as we speak.
0: Yeah, look, I think it's great, and this is just one um, one thing Council is involved in. Mean, the Community Strategic Plan, I think, is our 10-year aspiration or vision, and then it's broken down into bite-sized chunks, and this is probably the, the most important part of it every year, isn't it, really? The annual operating plan.
2: That's right. It's our commitment to the community that we are going to deliver certain things in the next 12 months, we just, and... and um, those things link back to, as you said, that higher level plan for our community. the uh, The annual operational plan answers the questions. It uh, answers the question: What are we going to do this year to improve the quality of um, our region in terms of um, livability and safety and economic growth? Um, it also, importantly, as we touched on earlier, talks about how we're going to fund doing those things. It's all very well to have aspirations, but you have to be able to afford them. Um, and those the two things go hand in hand. We plan, but we also have to make sure that the money stocks up.
0: All right, well, the curveball question's always, uh, people look at fees and charges. Are there any significantly uh, increasing charges or any new charges that are on the map there that you would highlight to to ratepayers?
2: Look, unfortunately, I'm not intimately familiar with the fees and charges document. Um, So I'd probably want to have somebody in our finance area that lives and breathes that to to uh, to talk to you about that one, but I I'm not aware of anything that is particularly groundbreaking or or shocking. It's um it's quite it's fairly business as
0: usual. Even
2: charges sh- report.
1: Sh- I'm sure if there is, well, it won't take long to find out, will
0: it? Well, it's the first thing most people <laughs> go right. for as a fees and charge Oh, that's gone up hundred percent. Exactly. No. And and yeah. there wasn't anything that really stood out. So you know, it's not nothing. That's about. right. Yeah. There's
2: no, there's nothing there's nothing that's going to shock people. There's, sometimes there's CPI increases or you know things conditions have changed in certain areas but um, yeah it's um, it's we've also had to um, an interesting thing that that uh, your listeners might find um, interesting is that normally we have our local government elections every four years and um, because of the pandemic they were postponed a year. So the elections coming up in September are the fifth year um, since our last election. Yeah. Now, that has interesting repercussions for Council because, of course, we um, set our goals in four-year cycles. So this year that we're we're about to go into um, is a bonus year <laughs> in terms of delivering our program. Um, so we've had to draw heavily on some of those longer-term plans within that blueprint strategy for the future um, to draw in projects for that, yeah. that that um, extend our four-year program into that fifth year. And um, we've also had to extend a lot of our programs because of the influx of money from the state and federal government. That's put a lot of pressure on our engineers and our construction staff and our maintenance staff to deliver more and more projects. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's been quite an interesting year to plan for. It's, it's, it's quite unusual.
0: Yeah, look, and I think the other, you know, we talked about sustainability in a certain way with waste, but um, to, you know, can a council ever be zero emissions? I don't know, and I'm not gonna ask you to answer that question, but... A couple of other things we aspire to as a community is is that um, disability inclusion, obviously the Reconciliation Action Plans. Um, specifically, would you point people to look at those or are they being done in consultation with the wider community already?
2: Uh, some of those plans, well, all of those plans actually do end up um, going on public exhibition as well. Um, there's a continual round of, of um, these kinds of things. Um, that have special interest to specific parts of the community. Um, But if you're interested in what the latest one is, you're able to jump on our website and you can actually um, access any of those documents um, in in your particular area of interest and have a look at the specific actions and projects that happen in that area. Um, The annual operational plan tends to be a... Uh, it doesn't have the detailed break up of specific small projects and things whereas these strategies and plans on the website do give you more detail.
1: Wonderful well Anna thank you so much for your time I I don't think I have any more questions if you do Tim
0: I'm going to go on and comment on the report so I'll turn up at one of those workshops and (laughs) and, we'll point people to the the website because it's a great place to start they can be a keyboard warrior or they can turn up and shirt front the council or councillors or whatever and <laughs> yeah. we can go from there and it and we really really appreciate your time it's, it's yeah, obviously something that you live and breathe and you can't be across absolutely everything if you said you were I would severely <laughs> doubt you but you've yeah, been you, you would believe me no nah, you've, been, you've been great <laughs> giving your time to us today and I, I thank you
2: we look forward so to the next 12 the months
0: Thanks, thank Anna. you very
2: much Romy Thank you, Anna, Anna to bye